The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by Amy Elaine Ministries, Inc. Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Hey friends, welcome to Real Victory Radio. We have an exciting show for you today about a very, very hot topic about sex trafficking. And we are so excited to have you here. I'm Amy Elaine Martinez, one of your hosts. And I'm Latan Roland Murphy, your other host. Y'all, today we are talking about Rest Stop Ministries. It's a nonprofit 5013C3 faith-based organization in the Nashville area dedicated to comprehensively restoring female survivors of domestic sex trafficking. We follow Housing First model and provide holistic, survivor-centered, trauma-informed care in a long-term residential community, and they partner with In Slavery Tennessee as their primary referral source. Y'all, the mission of Rest Stop Ministries is to comprehensively restore survivors and stop the oppression of human trafficking. And it is such a hot topic right now because it is something that is so prevalent on God's heart today. He is bringing light to the darkness at every moment today. And we are so excited to have Rest Stop Ministries on here. We wanted you to know more about this. So today we have Dr. Rondi Smith, the founder and CEO of Rest Stop Ministries with us. And we are so excited. She has a master's degree in organizational communication from the University of Kansas. She has a doctorate in human and organizational development from Peabody College of Vanderbilt University. And she has been married to her husband, Bobby, for 35 years. They have four adult children, and we are so excited to have her on the show. She is doing some great work for the Lord and for the kingdom. So welcome to the show, Rondi. Oh, thank you so much. I am just humbled by this invitation because I know that God's all over it. (laughs) So thank you for having me. We feel the same way. We feel the same way. It's such an important issue and it's such an important topic. And we definitely want to cover a lot of ground. In fact, we are so excited about this that we have a three-part series, y'all. This is part one (laughs) of a three-part series. We're going to talk to Rondi today and then we're going to talk to one of her staff in, in the future, and then on the following show, we're going to talk about victory stories from the work that they are doing. And talking about victory, Rondi, where in your life have you experienced the most victory, or are you currently experiencing the most victory? Oh, I want to do the current part. I want to be up to date here. <laughs> My greatest victory that I am experiencing right now is seeing things from God's perspective. He is so training the eyes of my soul for such a time as this. You know, there is such unrest in our world today. And I've always loved Proverbs 29, 18, without vision, the people perish. But he's taken me lately to the message. And it just says, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. And I want to 
see what he's doing. I want to be able to show others what he's doing so that we'll quit stumbling all over ourselves. Because again, he is so training me that to have his eyes and to have his perspective, especially right now. And I know that the key to this victory is intimacy with him so that I can be all in and trusting him. And then he can entrust me with showing me what he's up to. And he keeps proving himself faithful and true over and over and over again. And particularly with this work that we're doing now, it is the hardest work I've ever done. And I feel like I've done hard things before, but this is the hardest work I've ever done. So to have this single-eyed focus on him and to have his vision revealed to me is just so important. And and I'm walking in that victory right now, and I'm just praising him and thanking him. I wear a kaleidoscope around my neck. I'm wearing it right now just to remind me that I keep my single eye focused, and then the vision that I see is his glorious vision of how he's putting all these things together into a beautiful whole. And I'm just privileged to walk with him. Mm. Rondi, when we think of you and this ministry and this issue as a whole, and I've known you for a long time. um, Long time. (laughs) I think of Isaiah 61, where it says the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor and he has sent me to build to bind up the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty for the captives and an opening to the prisoners to call us into being yes (laughs) did he really wow he did absolutely wow and so he says that he would give us favor and that he would make beauty from ashes and when amy elaine and i were talking about This show topic as a hot topic, it is literally a topic that the enemy has taken and he's made it like a wildfire through our world. And yet God raises up people like you. Uh, We want to give you the opportunity to share about your team and what you do there and um, give us a little bit of the backstory about uh, Rest Stop. But before we get into that, can you give us some quick facts about the global issue of human trafficking? Yes, and I have just come from a meeting of Christian abolitionists, like-minded spirits, and I have been set on fire again, just renewed (laughs) for our calling and our mission. But people need to know that there are 40 million people enslaved in the world today, more than any time in human history. And it's called human trafficking. It's modern-day slavery. And those numbers are mind-boggling. And 80% of those 40 million are females, 50% are children trafficked for the purpose of sexual exploitation. God help us. Sex trafficking is the second largest criminal enterprise on the planet and the fastest growing crime in the world. It is a $150 billion industry human trafficking is. And that's a mind boggling number. I can't even get my head around that. I think about household brands that I think are big business like Nike and Starbucks, and you put those together and you don't even get 34 billion. We're talking about a $150 billion industry that is driven by supply and demand. Um, If there were not a demand for these services, there would not 
have to be a supply. And so we have to understand this is a business that's built on the lust of the buyer of these services and the greed of the people willing to provide these services. And we have to be shocked to understand that we think it's over there somewhere else in Cambodia or Thailand or places that we know about sex (laughs) tourism. But what I need your listeners to hear today is that this is a domestic issue. This is right here in the United States of America. No state is immune. No county is immune. It is here. Almost 300,000 American children at risk annually for trafficking into the sex industry. Every two minutes, a child is trafficked for the purpose of sexual exploitation. And it has to stop. We can't let this happen. And one more fact. Child pornography is a driver of this, and it is the United States of America that is the number one producer and consumer of child pornography. And the church is going to have to get our heads out of the sand. This is the church's business. It is the church's business, and it's all of our responsibility. And we're so blessed to have you here. So tell us a little bit about how God called you to engage in this issue and why you felt led to get involved and then follow with how this specific work um, with rest stop ministries, like to just tell us more about the specific work that you actually do there. Okay. Well, the call of God, it came the way it does so often. It's a collision of things. You know, I believe his call is dynamic and he just continually is preparing us and getting us to the next place that he needs us to be. And about 10 years ago in June of 2011, after 10 years of service in the local church, I had, I had taught at Trevecca Nazarene University for 12 years, and then God called me into vocational full-time ministry in the church and, and was ordained to preach and all. And after 10 years, um, the, the church was going to give me a sabbatical just to find out what, what is the next 10 years of my ministry supposed to look like. And I was already being so burdened mm. by this issue. God was preparing me, and I was... Um, reading a book called Half the Sky, Turning the Oppression of Women into Opportunity Worldwide. And the Lord was reminding me of how my 12 years on a college campus and my 10 years in pastoral ministry, all the women that had come out of the woodwork to counsel with me. And one of the things that I learned, and it broke my heart, was that childhood sexual abuse is more pervasive and prevalent than anyone wants to think about. Yes. And it leads to this issue of, of, of um, trafficking. 95% of all women survivors of sex trafficking report childhood sexual abuse in their histories. And it was all colliding and coming together. And, and so I planned a spiritual retreat at a monastery to go get alone with God and flesh this out. And right before I went in his providence, I met my first survivor that I looked face to face. I looked into her eyes and Latan, she was a student at Trevecca where Mm. you you and I went and and met each other. And that came way too close to home. Wow. And her her story is as horrific as any of ever, ever heard at the tender young age of five, her own father began grooming her for the horrific underworld of sex trafficking. And for years, she would be sold to the highest bidder, experiencing things that no human being should ever have to endure. God help us. And when I looked into her eyes that day, I, I thought, OK, 
okay, you are physically free. You are out of your bondage and, and you are here. But I can see that you are not psychologically free. You are not emotionally free. You are not spiritually free. And I was so burdened by her as I drove to the monastery. And long story short, God took me into the Garden of Gethsemane. At the Abbey of Gethsemane, they've recreated the Garden of Gethsemane. And there were live uh, full-size statues of the sleeping disciples. And there was a full-size statue of the agonizing Jesus in the garden wrestling. And, And there was an Adirondack chair sitting right there in front of Jesus. And I heard the Lord say, sit down, girl, because we have some work to do. And he took me to every scripture that I think I had been resisting my Mm. whole life about the bullseye of his heartbeat being for the last and the lost and the least and the oppressed. And literally, Rest Stop Ministries was born in that garden. And he gave me the name even. Rest stop. He said rest is for restore those survivors. Stop is stop this horrific oppression. And you're to go home and you're to create a resting place for these women to stop the madness of their horrific journeys and come and find healing and hope and and their reimagined purpose in life in me. And the rest is history. We came home and it took four long years because from just being called out of nothing to opening our home in fall of 2015. We're about to celebrate our fifth year of serving these precious survivors. But we became Tennessee's first long-term residential restoration program to heal these women. Mm. That is so powerful, your story and how God met you in that moment. I can't get over how big of a problem this really is, and it has been a burden on my heart. I think about um, just about 12 months ago, God started to really reveal some things to me and put that bar- burden on my heart. And so we really wanted to let you come on to the show and tell people about the reality of what is happening. We and how dark have to do our part. Yeah, how dark yes, this world is, but what Amy we can do. And Latan, you know, as women ourselves, uh, and, and and mothers, we can understand. I can't imagine a worse fate no. for myself at, when I think about who I was as a child, when I think about who I was as a, a youth, a young woman, to be trapped and forced to perform sexual acts over and over and over again with perfect strangers, most of whom are going to abuse me and horrifically torture me. And I couldn't imagine a worse fate for myself. And the Lord basically said to me, if she is not free, and the she was every woman trapped in this, if she is not free, then why are you free? Do you think I love you any more than I love them? And he basically also, with that name, Rest Stop, he said, you will not rest until this is stopped. And this is your mission, and this is your calling, and here we are. There are no communities exempt from this issue either. Like you said, it touches the university we went to, which is a Christian university, because we're in a fallen, broken world. Um, I meet women when I travel and speak that come to me and tell me their stories, uh, as far back as they can remember their father abusing them. And these are people that are serving on church boards, uh, in churches, in high positions, businessmen. There is no prototype, right? Can you speak into that? Yeah, It crosses every 
socioeconomic barrier, anything that you can imagine, it crosses all of those boundaries. It could be anyone. And in fact, sometimes, you know, stories are sensationalized, like the movie Taken, and it's like, mm -hmm. oh, it's all about somebody being kidnapped. The, the number one way women are trafficked is it's called the boyfriending tactic. Yes. And it's all these women of all ages and stages in life looking for love. And these traffickers are shrewd and they target and they come and pretend to be a love interest. And then the next thing you know, these women are trapped in this horrific issue. That could be anyone. And then the number two way is familial trafficking. Our mm -hmm. own Families are trafficking their own children, just like when I told you about the story of, of the first survivor I met. It's the number two way. So people have got to realize um, this is insidious, and it's hidden in plain sight, and we've got to get wise. We've got to wise up and learn all about this. Rondi, it is. It's such a horrific thing. Can you tell us about your specific work that you do at Rest Stop? Because we want to know a little bit more about you. And then in our next yeah. interview, we're going to have one of the gals from your staff on to share her experience. She's a survivor and has now moved into a place of, of bringing uh, healing and working. But what do you do specifically at Rest yes. Stop? Yes. So we offer two years, up to two years, completely free to the woman, we say, if you will simply come and live among us, our goal mm -hmm. is just to live in authentic community with them 24-7 with highly credentialed trauma-informed staff. But we say, come and live with us. We are inviting you into lavish hospitality. And if you will come and just commit to do the hard work of healing, we will take care of your every need for the two years that you're here and so besides housing clothing feeding providing all their personal necessities transportation they also come in horrific bodily condition and mental yeah. condition these are some yes. of the most abused women on the planet we take care of all their medical dental vision their mental health therapy their prescription drugs and then you can imagine the education gaps the job gaps so we get the the readiness for them to be rehabilitated and and go, be able to go back out into the world as productive citizens and so it's a long process and it takes that two full years and and beyond totally I'm sure <laughs> say that again I said and beyond it is it's a it's a long oh. process of healing but that first two years that you create that that cocoon of of a place for them to heal is such a beautiful thought so sorry to keep going that is okay. Yes, Beautiful. it is a lifelong process. And so transitional planning to an aftercare for them. Um, but we are privileged to get to do this work. And again, I said, it's very hard work. The level of trauma, this is complex trauma. And so the healing journey is so hard. And that's why they have to be able to just take a time out, have all of their needs taken care of so that they can just focus on the healing. And so we just you know, we just said, yes to God, we'll do this. And you have to provide the resources for us to do this work because they have nothing and they, they cannot. If, if someone didn't do this work, they would never be able to find the healing um, because they, they can't provide it for themselves. And, and other agencies, you know, may try to help, but we're specifically focused on this population, their exact trauma, have them in these small homogenous groups. That's the, the way the experts say they heal best is in, you know, homes of four to eight where they are just 24-7 provided this special kind of support.
You know, Rondi, the thing that keeps coming to my mind when you're talking about the home and creating this place for them, this safe haven, this rest stop for them is, you know, the best way to learn a new language is to be immersed in the society, the culture where they speak that. And these girls are needing to learn the heavenly language of their father who loves them so much. And it's such a beautiful picture of what you are doing for them to create this rest stop, this place where they everything else stops, all the trauma stops so that they can begin their healing. And that is why we wanted to have you on the show. We are just honored that you would share with us and, and inform us because I think many listeners are uninformed. They don't know what they don't know. And it is something that we are passionate about educating our listeners so that they can become aware because like you said in the beginning this is the church's business to stop this it is Absolutely. what we need to be about and and you said it and one of my recent residents you know she told me in the very beginning she was one who i thought she won't stay 3 weeks because this is such a foreign culture to her yes. and it is to pick them up from where they've been and set them down in this place of love and hope and vision and hospitality and lavish and she would say it's a foreign culture it's a foreign culture i don't know how to do this but with god's help she did it she walked the whole way just one day at a time and that is we need prayer we need yes we do need prayer and you know what rondi I would love for you to pray for our listeners because we're going to continue this conversation and in the next two episodes in this series, but we, I want our listeners to just be prayed over in this moment because it is such a heavy topic. And I think Latan has one thing she wants to say. I just have the word normal coming to my spirit that there are listeners who have accepted Um, all of the perversities of the world as normal. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's causing a ripple effect from the church and on down to accept things as being not so bad. Mm -hmm. And it's time for us to realize what is really truth and a lie. And only then can we begin to even touch this issue through Mm -hmm. prayer and through making change for these poor kids and women and boys and uh, lives that are being used in such terrible perverse ways so uh would you pray into that that our listeners and anybody who listens to the podcast that you share beyond this will realize that god wants to show them what is normal yes okay yes oh lord again you're helping us to see things from your perspective god help the scales fall from our eyes lord you want us to see what is hidden in plain sight and as latan said we can't normalize some of these things lord we can't allow ourselves to be just so complacent god you have got to wake up the church and not just have us awaken but have us rise and shine and do something about this lord so i pray for these listeners who are hearing this and they are just shocked in their spirits because maybe they have not 
had this information delivered to them before. And Lord, would you just go to them and just in your sweet spirit, would you just show them what you want them to know about this and see about this? And Lord, I'm not naive enough to know that there aren't people who are listening who actually may be culpable and yes. may be part of the problem, yes, God, because Lord. we've put our heads in the sand about pornography and it's yes, in the Lord. church and we've said you know it's just uh, an individual thing it's 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 yes. not a crime that's hurting anybody and we have got to see how satan has used that for such a tool to destroy us and yes, lord. so lord if there are people even out there who are listening who are feeling a little bit of agony and conviction over this you are god over it all and you can take each listener and you can be the healing bomb for their spirit so that they can even find the healing they need to then say, okay, I need to be part of this because God is showing me things. Lord, hope sees. And when our hope is in you, we begin to see things and we see things from your perspective and what you want to do about it. And so, Lord, I just pray a covering over all the listeners that you would have your way with this conversation, why we were supposed to have it, and who's listening, and what all you want to do with that, I give it to you and say glory to God for the kingdom work. Yes, Amen. Amen. Rondi, thank you so much for being with us today. And listeners, go check out yes. Rest Stop Ministries. Yes. Get to know what they are up to because it is such an important topic. Partner in prayer with them and for sure. And we thank you for ways. being here with us on Real Victory Radio, we mm-hmm. want to inspire you. We want to educate you in the things that are so important. And that is why we're here. Mm-hmm. We are That's so right. grateful that you are here. Thank you for making Real Victory Radio part of your weekend. And we are going to continue this yes, series. Are. So come back next week and the week after that to hear more about this topic and Rest Stop Ministries. Thank you for making Real Victory Radio part of your day. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio. 94.7 FM, The Word.